Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it after the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. Here goes Davis. Oh, my God. This is going running all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. And tonight, hey, it was BYOG bring your own guts. And they brought some guts and some heart, and they never quit until the last one. Kick is blocked. Kick it to the So she is the toughest, smartest individual in any particular room. Get the hell out. We need to get some tougher, smarter people, especially when things are going this way. And I always say, no matter how good you are, no matter how much you know, it's always better to be lucky than good. And for those who have ever seen that movie, it's something about Mary. Who knew? You know? <laughs> Not only is Melissa gorgeous, <laughs> not only does she pick up things and she's like super smart, she also has like a rocket arm <laughs> and an uncanny ability to pick football games. And now we're like, she's going to help us with college, you know, nuts and bolts of college. In her first week, she was 11 and 0. How does that feel to be 11 and 0 and being, you know, being on fire? Too. 64% NFL, man. He's on fire, man. I'm going to get the town you live in. I'm going to make sure I have the number of the fire department to make sure they go over your house like on Sunday. <laughs> You're lighting everything up. How are you feeling, man? You ready for some college football? I am very ready for college. Um, I'm always <laughs> ready for football, always ready for nice. college, making money, you know, being 11-0 again. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. What's the first game we're going to look at? Uh, we're going to look at Stanford. Yeah, and uh, for those watching us live, we got picks up on Twitter. You can go, let's go and get picks for tonight. Stanford, it's just too many points, 27 points. Uh, they have a really good offensive line. They control the game. Yes, last week, they got plus 10. We made money off that. Uh, since Stanford has sucked so bad, they got blown out so bad by USC, that Vegas is always compensating, taking advantage of people. So you got to look at, okay, how am I being manipulated? How am I being lied to? It's almost like watching a debate with politicians. You know, what's, what is the catch? And here is plus 27, Stanford. Let's go Cardinal. What's the next game we're going to look at? We're going to look at um, Arizona. Arizona plus 19. And this gets, it's funny, the head coach of Arizona is a tennis player. He never played a down of football. He's a smart guy. Uh, but that gives me hope because I never played down football. <laughs> but I do have a little bit of football knowledge, and I like everybody loves Washington. Washington is a great team. They got a great coach, but they're not 19 points better than Arizona. It's going to be hot in the desert in Tucson, over 100. So go 
Arizona second half line, Arizona plus uh, 19, 19 points. I'll, I'll do the, uh, the half point. What do you think, Melissa? Sounds good? Yeah, it sounds great. All right. What's the next game we're looking at? Um, we're going to look at California. The Cal Golden Bears. Justin Herbert, he is a defensive guy. Uh, they've gotten their lump. They should have beat Auburn. Now they're playing Arizona State. Uh, you look at what Vegas is telling you, right? So Vegas knows that the key number is 14. They have it priced at 12. Arizona State played a name team, the USC Trojans, Lincoln Riley. And we all know Lincoln Riley has won for bowl games. So that means that when he plays teams with equal talent, he loses. He's not the greatest strategist in the world. Arizona, Kenny Dillingham, youngest coach in college football, making $5 million a year at 32 years old. Man, go Kenny Dillingham, Arizona State head coach. Uh, too many points. Not too, it's not too many points. It's um, less than 14, which is the key number. It's at 12. And Arizona State is getting uh, – this low of a number under the key number because how they played against USC. But if you live in the past, you die in the past. That was last week. It's like, okay, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> right? It's like that guy you date, Melissa, who in the beginning is buying stuff, doing this and that, opening doors and this and that. And then next thing you're like, whoa, wait a second, man. Was this all fake? Was this an act? What have you done for me lately? Not doing any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. The way that, so that was last week. Last week Arizona State was like that. This week against Arizona against Cal. Look for Justin, uh, not Justin, but Justin Wilcox is his name. Justin Wilcox, mm -hmm. head coach of the California Gordon Bell Bears. He always has really good defensive guys uh, in the secondary that he gets into the NFL. Uh, but look for them at home. Beat Arizona, Arizona State's pathetic. They just loaded up for USC last week. Doesn't mean anything this week. So take the Cal Golden Bears minus the 12 points. All right. What's the next game we're going to look at? Um, Florida. We're going to go down to the dirty south. <laughs> well, it's great to be. A Florida Gator, you know. Remember the days going down to Florida games. You get in, just paying the uh, security guy twenty bucks. You go in with your flask. And one one of the times I made it, uh, I'll see if I can find a clip on you know national TV. It wasn't really good. It was when Florida beat Kentucky, and uh, my friends were berating the Kentucky guys, <laughs> just going merciless on them. And got caught by ESPN. So that's how this rivalry is. Kentucky's beat him two years in a row after losing for 28 straight years. Florida fans are pissed. Billy Napier made $7 million. He lost to him last year. He can't keep his job if he keeps losing to Kentucky. But give me the Florida Gators on the money line. Uh, I think it's minus 120. So minus 120 Florida against Kentucky. And it's interesting, too, because we look at the two. What are the three football mafia families, Melissa? 
uh, oh my gosh, Bill Har Bill Harbo? Is that my saying that right? No, Jim Bill Jim Harbaugh, Jim, Har Jim Harbo, Bill Jim Harbo, and Andy Reid. I got to mix up. There you go. <laughs> and we call them mafia families because they only hire each other. They always have each other's back. And now it seems like there's a little bit of a rivalry. I know these two families faced off and Miami's hitting 70 on them. Now Detroit kind of blows out Green Bay. These two families are going against each other. This is what uh, the Kentucky Soup family, uh, the, the offensive coordinator at Kentucky, their Andy Reid mafia family. Bill Napier, Bill Belichick, Nick Satan, Mafia family. So something, something to keep a note of uh, moving forward. What's the next game we're going to look at, Melissa? Um, Arkansas. 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 <laughs> the way my wife's family said. Beginning plus seven. Coach Fat Ass, Fat <laughs> Pittman with a big offensive lineman. He always carries 15 big, fat offensive linemen. He's going against Texas A&M. Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo keeps things in his back pocket again until he goes against Satan because there's something going on with them. And I, I don't know. I was in Vegas with the big Alabama booster. And he goes, Josh, all of Nick Satan's kids are adopted. His way of saying Nick Satan was gay. Yeah. <laughs> I put note of it, and then when Jimbo Fisher came after and said, and said listen, there's some things you don't know want to know about that man, and no way he should be commissioner, and if he messes with him, I mean, I'm not going to say it publicly, but when and, if, when and if he messes with me, I will come up with receipts, with video, pictures, and I will tell what it is, but I'm not going to say it now. So what do you think? Could it be the gay stuff that he's, who knows what he has behind his back pocket? Do you think it's the gay yeah. stuff that he's referring to? Because how can you be like a gay man? It's a head coach in the South, a Bible Belt. Yeah. I don't know. So Jimbo beat Satan two years ago, almost beat him last year. He just hides place, holds things in his back pocket. With him. So what that means to us, the sports betters, is we're getting a key number to give us our Kansas Plus the seven points. And remember, we're 26 and 12, 68%, $6,000 profit. We're over, like, we're like 15,000 NFL. That's $21,000, Melissa, watching football. Isn't that fun? Yeah. <laughs> fun. All right. What's the next game we're going to look at? Tennessee. Tennessee Volunteers. Another fat ass coach. Coach Heupel, uh, South Carolina ruined their year last year. So what happens, man? They're waiting for them. They know everything there is to know about South Carolina. And Coach Beamer, so give me Tennessee volunteers in front of 105,000 people. And at the beginning of the podcast, we always played Tennessee Orange by Megan Mulroney. Good song. It's about uh, a girl. Her parents, <laughs> to show you how the SEC is, her parents graduated from Georgia and uh, she starts dating a kid from the University of Tennessee. Starts a problem. <laughs> show you how she starts up the side. Oh, mom, I got something to tell you. Like, what? You're pregnant. What? What's going on now? I'm dating this kid from Tennessee. 
Kelsey said, what? You can't date him. He went to Georgia. So that's how that's right. So they lost to them last year to South Carolina. Look for Tennessee to cover this year. Even though it's over a key number, they're probably going to blow them out by a lot for ruining their year and costing people a lot of money. So give me your Tennessee Vols minus 11. All right. What's the next thing we're going to look at? LSU. The LSU Bengal Tigers. So my wife is re-watching True Blood. True Blood is set up in Louisiana, Dirty South. I've been there maybe four or five times. The problem with going to Louisiana and New Orleans where the drinking age is 18 is you gain 10 pounds in four days because the eating is so good. <laughs> so all you're doing is drinking and eating. And it's so cheap. Yeah. And I remember I remember a road trip one time. I went down there. And the whole time we were saying, son of a gun, you're going to have some fun down on the bayou. So they're going to Oxford, Mississippi to go against lame Kiffin, nepotism bowl because his dad was a coach. Now he's a coach, but he's always not done well. He's pretty much a scumbag. But this is a game between two scumbag coaches. Uh, Brian Kelly should not coach. Should not be a coach. It's one of the most horrible stories ever, Melissa. He has this uh, kid who's a senior in Notre Dame. He comes to the practices, and he tells him to go up a flagpole with a camera. The kid falls off and dies. Right? Coach Kelly shouldn't be coaching. Should be banned for life. We're gonna ban Mel Tuck, even though Mel Tuck, what he did was nasty and gross. You know, he should, Coach Kelly shouldn't be coaching, but he is. And he, before he got into football, he was with this guy named Gary Hart, which is funny because uh, Gary Hart was gonna be president. He messed up because whatever. He was cheating with this lady called Linda Rice. His team manager was Brian Kelly, your head coach of your LSU. He used to be a Notre Dame. He is a good coach. Um, that's why he's going to beat Lane Kiffin. So take LSU on the money line in the battle of scumbag coaches. LSU money line uh, against Lane Kiffin and Oxford. So you're going to get a good number. I think it's like 125 because a lot of people are betting Lane. But Lane Kiffin, we call him Lane Kiffin for a reason. So Lane Kiffin. <laughs> Former coach of the Raiders, too. Yeah, he lasted four games with the Raiders for Al Davis far enough. But we're making money with Coach Kelly. We don't, you know, make value judgments. This is a sports betting podcast. So we're looking at angles to make Melissa money and put money in her pocket. How about that? 11 and 0, Melissa. <laughs> we're first looking out as 11 and 0. Sounds good. <laughs> What's the next game we're going to look at? Uh, Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Bulldogs. There's a lot of dogs in the South. So they're playing Alabama. Coach Satan from the Nick Satan, Bill Belichick, football mafia family. Yeah. And it started with Satan uh, when he was coach of the Dolphins. And a lot, you know, I have a lot of friends from Miami Dolphins fans. And when he was coming, he was like, listen, I'm a man of integrity. I'm a man of honor. And my word is my bond. 
I am not going to Alabama. Next day, he goes to Alabama. <laughs> That's when he first started calling the scene. But then, you know, he really exploits African-American players. He doesn't teach them anything about life. They all end up broke or in jail, like Marcus Russell, Ruggs, who killed those people in Vegas. That's why I call him Staten on top of, you know, just being an all-around scumbag. And then he owns a dealership with his best friend, Bill Belichick, right, who rigs lacrosse sticks for his daughter. One thing is to do it in business because if you're not cheating, you're not trying, you know what? But your own daughter, come on, that's not good. So her daughter had to forfeit the lacrosse college games because they figured out that Bill Belichick was giving him illegal lacrosse sticks. You know, besides display gate and McDaniels being his offensive coordinator, illegally filming other teams to go 6-0. I don't know. God bless him if he can get away with it. I can't. <laughs> Why does that not surprise me, though? <laughs> not a shocker. Not a shocker. He, but people are, like to bet him. They're betting the past, you know? And I talked to Melissa about the couple you always see in Biloxi. You see in Vegas. You see in all the betting places. They got more money than God. And all they do is bet the overs and the favorites. So they're going to bet Alabama plus 15 against Mississippi State and all those cowbells they're not supposed to bring, but they bring them anyways. A lot of lawlessness <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> uh, man, that's too many points. It's plus 15. Alabama's going to win this game 24-17, or they might win it 17-10. Alabama will win, but they're not going to cover 15 points. Mm-hmm. And now that I think about it more, it's going to be under 46. And it's a correlation that whatever I teach Melissa, like in five seconds, she's already doing it 10 times better than I ever did, so. (laughs) (laughs) As we create a betting monster in Melissa. (laughs) Worst betting monster, Melissa. How about that for alliteration? I like it. (laughs) I like it, all right. So what's the last game we're gonna look at, Melissa? Uh, Illinois. Fighting Illini champion, Illinois. Coach Bilinema, our favorite badass swinger. <laughs> Get fired in Arkansas for that. That's what's relevant to us. Um, he's getting minus one right now. Uh, you know, he's had a tough start to the season, but he's one of those coaches that believes in getting better as the year moves along. Um, Purdue is horrible. I know why Coach Braun left. They really, really suck. So that's why you never bet blindly. Never bet a team you have not seen play. That's why I have all the packages and during breaks and doing work on the background. I got football on. So to that end, uh, I could see that Vegas is taking advantage of people because Purdue's at home. But Illinois has better talent, better coaching. So, man, give me the fighting Illini as road, eh, kind of the road, taking road favorite. I like road favorites, especially early. So give me the fighting Illini, uh, pick them, or minus one. Now, one game that we didn't put on there, 
So I was like, oh man, this is going to make so much. There you go. She's going to make so much money. Yeah. All right, cool. She's going to make so much (laughs) money with correlation. Because this this game's all about correlation. So what correlation Mm -hmm. is, is that if you feel a game's going to go under, because it's a defensive coach, like Coach uh, Matt Rule is, Against Harbaugh, Harbaugh, all he cares about is Ohio State. You know, Ohio State's so all his good passing plays. He's going to wait to that game. And then he's going to get his 300 plus offensive line just to run it and win this game 17 10 over in Nebraska courthouse. 17 10 means for us, we're going to cover the plus 18 and we're going to cover the under 40. What do you think, Melissa? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Um... Just looking, looking for it on the water real quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> Make sure <yeah>. you bet it. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I was going to do it live because, um, you know, I wrote right. it down and I was going to bring it up at the end in case we forgot. Um, Which we did. Yeah. I didn't put it on the spreadsheet. <laughs> and that's why I wrote it down. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, no, it sounds good to me. Um, and you were saying um, you think it's going to go under, right? Yeah, it's going to go under. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's at a part of the season where uh, usually games will start going over the second part of the season when teams start wearing down, where the you know the defense has been on the field too long, some defensive line guys are being depleted. Then games start going over. But especially when you got two control freaks of the, you know, the Harbaugh football mafia family. And you got Matt Rule, who's kind of a tyrant, went back to college because the NFL, he has a hard time dealing with adults. So he has to be like in that power position. Do you know people like that, Melissa? They have to be in the power position or else. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I know quite, exactly. quite a few. <laughs> and uh, that's why I moved out of the house really when I say think it's my first time. My house, you got to do it by my rules. All right, then I'm getting out of here. This is my house, man. I've got to do it by my All right, peace out. I'm leaving your house. <laughs> so <laughs> neutral territory. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, so I love it, man. I, I, I like our picks. I like that we have a lot of dogs that we're picking and we're watching teams we know. We're not bidding blindly. We're not bidding emotionally. We're bidding to make money and for our mental health. Because when you're making money watching games, when you're betting more than 10 for arbitrage, which we'll explain uh, you know, in later podcasts, it's good mental health. Because you're not in a parlay, oh, I want six... At a sense of partly I'm gripping this next game, you're sweating bullets and you're throwing stuff at the TV and you're cursing and you're down in a basement with a bottle of vodka. You don't want people to talk to you because you're watching this game. But man, I'm and that works for some people, which is cool. I have friends like that. It just doesn't work for me, man. I, you know, I don't want to be gripping about one thing or want to make that 20% luck factor more important than what it is. If I hit six out of seven, I'm making money and I'm happy. I'm compounding, stacking good decisions upon good decisions. So I make compound interest and money coming back my way versus credit card when you pay interest going out. Making good decisions, sport betting, making good decisions, period, 
you stick, you know, it's a compound effect. You compound it for more and more money. We live in the United States of America, $134 trillion market. There's money for everybody. What do you think, Melissa? Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. Um, we do our research. We make sure we don't bet blindly or go into this blindly. We want to do it right. Don't right on, right on. Do it wrong. We never want to do it right. wrong. No, we never, we never do. Melissa making money. Let her know first week 28 and 12. Around there, right? It's probably a little bit better than us. Because <laughs> in the NFL, I think we're in week four NFL. Yeah, yes. So, so two out of the three weeks in the NFL, Melissa beat us. And last week, she beat It was a clear beat. It wasn't close. Maybe one game goes the other way. <laughs> we tie Melissa. No, Melissa clearly beat us. And pretty soon, she'll be clearly beating us with college football. Final words, Melissa, as we get into this weekend of football. Oh, I, I'm ex- always excited for the weekend. Always excited <laughs> for football. If there's not football on the weekend, I'm not excited. <laughs> so yeah, let's, let's, let's start this weekend right. <laughs> All right, right on, right on. And we'll give picks away for free. Because of philosophies, you can be the biggest assholes in the world like Bill Belichick and Nick Saint and do well and be happy, right? But what makes Melissa and I happy is being chill and not, you know, going to a restaurant and having to sit in the back. We've got to worry about people trying to shoot us. We like when people see us, they laugh because when you give one, you get 10 back, right? So it's a business thing. It's not even philanthropy or religion. It's just a way of life, a way of doing business that works as long as we live in this $134 trillion market and we're happier and it makes us feel good to give, but not just give, give some people something relevant that they can use. In this case, it's picks. Investment strategy, compound effect that we talked to today. And when William Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make your life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESPC Podcast Network.